Welcome to The Rock Play, where we speak our truth, slay sacred cows, and sometimes agree to disagree. This is an outdoor podcast that aims for the head. I'm Colin True, and today I'm asking you, who's the voice of the outdoor industry? The athletes? Brands? Mother Nature herself? Today I'm going to pick out a topic that you may not have thought about much, but definitely informs the business of going outside. But first, I want to implore you to subscribe to The Rock Fight wherever you are listening. You can do that by clicking follow on the podcast app where you are listening to this. And if you've already subscribed, thank you. But I also have a job for you too. Please share The Rock Fight with your outdoorsy pals. Together, we can win this rock fight. Thank you for supporting us. All right, let's start the show. All right, we're talking today about the history of the outdoor industry. For those of you who may not know, Utah State University has what they call the Outdoor Recreation Archive, and they house thousands of copies of books, brand catalogs, and materials from over the years, including magazines and industry publications like Snooze. Specialty News, a.k.a. Snooze, was the voice of our entire industry from the early 80s through 2020. Founded by Bob Woodward, Snooze covered all things happening in the outdoor and active space. Trade shows, brand news, individual news, hirings, firings, lawsuits, acquisitions. And not only did they cover this stuff, they also regularly included their opinions on many of these moves with what they called the Snooze View where they would offer their opinion. Was it a good move or a bad move? The Snooze View. Eventually, Snooze was taken over by Michael Hodgson and Therese Iconian, who eventually sold it to Active Interest Media. And in 2020, all of AIM, including Snooze, was acquired by, you guessed it. Do I have to add a a drum roll? I think you know what I'm going to say here. Outside Inc., who turned Snooze into the Outside Business Journal. And we'll get to that in a minute. Now, the folks at Utah State have been good enough to share some older copies of Snooze with Rockfight LLC, and we're developing some content about these old stories. And my biggest immediate takeaway from going back 30 to 40 years and reading the stories that were happening at the time, simply this, nothing has changed. Example after example of topics like sustainability, diversity issues, and brand acquisitions, new product news and trends promoted with overconfidence that would quickly die out, and others with barely a mention, that would go on to shape whole categories. The themes and topics are all relatively unchanged, and it was all driven home in one thing that I read in the September 1994 issue of Snooze. A while back, an old colleague of mine used the phrase that I've since adopted, sea of sameness, to describe the offering at most outdoor gear shops. And the context in which this person used the phrase was that things used to be different, that there used to be so many cool and different innovations and exciting products, and these days, it's just all the same. Whether it's because of consolidation of brands at big companies, or there's just nothing new left to make, we always said that it was a sea of sameness in the past 10 years or so, but before that, man, it used to be really cool. But what I've learned going back in time and reading some copies of Snooze is that there may be some revisionist history at play in that perspective. Here's what I mean. I'm going to read you the opening page of the September 1994 issue of Snooze. That entire issue was dedicated to recapping the recently wrapped outdoor retailer show that was held in Reno, Nevada that year. And the headline on the cover reads, OR Overview, Summer 94, Blah 2, or Stuck in the Status Quo. That's the actual headline. All right, and here's what it says. After three days of slogging the huge show, an apparel designer put it this way. If you took every company's fleece jackets and put them up on a wall from a distance, no one could tell one product from another. 
A clothing manufacturer put it this way, you can take labels off any garment in any booth, put it on any garments in any other booth, and no one would notice the difference. Make that tents, sleeping bags, boots, sandals, etc. So it was a great seamless show of ho-hum, with about as much product inventiveness as a first grade class could conjure up in two hours. With the outdoor industry's growth, so has come conservatism, fear, and unwillingness to step out and be truly creative. Growth means the influx of wannabes. Never have so many pack lines looked so much alike. Never have so many boot and sandal wannabes preached authentic. Never have so many apparel and outerwear companies done the right thing, which was nothing. OR Summer 94 may be remembered as the biggest OR yet, but also was the one where big didn't translate into much excitement or energy. This is not to fault OR, but rather to say that the wannabes are killing the energy and creativeness of our industry. Industry vet Dick Holcomb put it best when he said, there were a lot of lookers, lots of new faces, lots of people trying to get a feel for what this industry's all about, lots of wanting to get in, but not knowing how to do it. Certainly there were lots of people who didn't have a clue in the aisles. And there were investment house and venture capitalist shoppers who fortunately did get the message and were dressed way down to Ralph Lauren casuals as they trolled for companies to buy. If anything, OR94 showed that the cracks in what might become a great schism have started. On one side of the cracks stand the old-style outdoor specialists, on the other, the gigantic sellers of the wannabe dream. Sound like the sea of sameness to you? Fleece jackets that look the same? Investment in VC shoppers looking for brands to acquire? Everybody talking about how authentic they are? If I hid the date on the cover and told you it was written this past January, you'd have no reason to doubt it. Now, I recently finished watching season one of True Detective. Yeah, I know I'm behind, but I finally got there. And there's that scene where Matthew McConaughey's Rust Cole talks about time as a flat circle, never ending, eating itself, and repeating over and over again. Reading this nearly 30-year-old issue of Snooze reminded me of this scene. I don't know if the entire human experience is a flat circle, but I could tell you that time in the outdoor industry is absolutely a flat circle. Look at today's trade publications like SGB, The Daily, Outdoor, and Endurance Sportswire, as well as websites like Gear Junkie, and what do you see? Brands flouting hot innovations, shoes and apparel that look remarkably similar, brands making moves in the lifestyle categories, and others moving into adjacent categories. If you read through these old issues of Snooze, the headlines are remarkably the same. There is one key difference, though. There is no longer a Snooze view. No criticism. No opportunity being created to kick in the door and shake things up. The point of view in the piece I just read you doesn't exist anymore. It wasn't a hot take or something out of left field. The publishers of Snooze throughout its entire run offered context and opinion from the heart because they cared about going outside and the industry built off the back of going outside. The passion is obvious over decades of publication. They wanted this thing, the business side of adventure, to be the best possible version of itself. And here's the best example of what I'm talking about. In 2021, after the acquisition, Outside rebranded Snooze as Outside Business Journal. Outside Business Journal still technically exists, so you can see for yourself what I'm about to tell you. For most of 2022, Outside Business Journal posted regular opinion-based articles about the industry. Not remotely close to what Snooze did back in the day, but at least they continued to cover the industry separate from the community and offer thoughtful conversations about industry topics to pair with headline aggregators. And then Outside turned off the tap. As it stands today, The Last Opinion, a piece about how climbing gyms are failing outdoor climbers by Steve Potter, went up on October 24th, 2022. And a total of five articles were published in 2023 with nothing posted between June and November. And the November post was just about where to donate money during the holidays. Effectively, coverage of the industry at Outside 
has been shuttered. Now, Outside has clearly shifted direction in what they want to make, as we've talked about a lot on this podcast. And in their defense, they have no obligation to fill this role. Also, no one else has picked up the snooze ball to run with it either. I don't know if people are too afraid to be critical in today's more sensitive climate, or media outlets are too afraid of pissing off potential advertisers by being too hard on brands, or some combination of both of those things. All I know is that it's a shame. Because things only improve when they're held under a microscope. And right now, the outdoor industry is just repeating itself over and over again. Because we're too scared to say anything wrong. Maybe that's simply the destiny of the outdoor industry, and I should accept that after seeing it proven to be the case for more than four decades. But as my mother told me for my entire life, I'm a bit of a hardhead. So I guess there's really only one thing to do. Let's throw a few more rocks. That's the show for today. I would love to hear your stories about reading snooze or how you view the sea of sameness in the outdoor marketplace or anything else we talk about here on The Rock Fight. Email your feedback to myrockfight at gmail.com. Have you signed up for Rock Fight's newsletter yet? What? You haven't? That's okay. Head over to rockfight.co and sign up for News from the Front. It comes out every Sunday morning. And by the way, it contains stuff you can't get here on our podcast or on our website. It's only in the newsletter. Go subscribe today at rockfight.co. The Rock Fight is a production of Rock Fight LLC. I'm Colin True. Thanks for listening here to take us out. He's making time for us during his tour with Bowling for Soup. It's Krista Makes with the Rock Fight fight song. We'll see you next time, Rock Fighters. Rock fight.